Well, hello everyone and welcome to our special presentation on becoming a broken wing butterfly master and how to produce the most consistent results through all market conditions. Now, before we get going, let's quickly get our disclaimer information out of the way, let you know the presentation is for educational purposes only. We're not broker dealers or financial advisors and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk and trading options is substantial and please make sure you are aware of all your risks prior to placing the trades. Also note that in the presentation, we will be doing hypothetical computer simulated trades. They're believed to be as accurately represented as possible, but keep in mind that live results can vary from simulated results for many, many different reasons. So myself, I'm John Locke and Stephen is here also. Hello, Stephen. Hey, John. Hey, everybody. Hey, and uh, today we're here to guide you along the path to achieving consistent trading results. So now, one of the things that I'm guessing is that for a lot of you, this is probably not your first webinar about making money with broken butterflies. And the first thing I want to mention that if you failed in trading these types of trading structures in the past, that it's not your fault. The reality is that there's a uh, lot of information and misinformation about trading. And it can be pretty confusing when you're trying to navigate your way through that process. Uh, in fact, there's so much information that many times the sheer amount of information overloads us. And we literally, uh, you know, that process literally keeps us from achieving the success we desire. You know, we think we need more and more information, but a lot of times that's not doing anything but slowing us down. So, you know, if you've been concerned about this in the past, concerned that you, you just can't succeed with trading, I want you to know that I understand that. And I'd like to put those fears to rest today and just reassure you that really, I'm sure you can do it, okay? You just need the right people to explain it to you. So realize that you know, many people who sell trading programs and trading services and alert services and things like that, you know, they want you to think that <clears throat> all you need to be successful is to, you know, find the right trade or, or follow their trading alert service. And I'm here to tell you that they're wrong. You know, they all have their own reasons for wanting you to think that, but the reality is it's not true. And if you've ever thought that these services wanted you to fail, you know, you might be right because they don't benefit from you succeeding. Most of these follow-along services and things like that, uh, most of them would rather keep you dependent on their trade alerts or their next miracle trading strategy that you see. They don't necessarily want you to become a competent trader on your own because then, you know, where do they make their money? The difference with us is that we actually care about your success. We truly want to see you living the life of your dreams. So that's what we're here for. I know that many of you have a dream to become a confident, a competent, capable trader who can rely on themselves to be profitable, regardless of what happens in the market, regardless of what happens in the news. Now, um, when we get to this level, and which we certainly can, this doesn't mean you're going to win every trade, but it does mean you'll understand what you're doing. And you'll understand what you're doing to the extent where you'll know uh, what to do to remain profitable when future changes occur in the marketplace, as we all know, which most of us have probably seen this year, right? And over the last few years, and we know, also know that those are going to happen in the future at some time. So our objective here with our presentation today is kind of twofold, right? So for beginners, what we'd like to do is drastically reduce the amount of time, money, and effort it takes to become profitable with trading and to gain the understandings you need. And for our more advanced traders, our objective is to reveal the tools and understandings you need to finally become consistently profitable. And since we're here to help you, one of our goals in the next 60 minutes is to get you to realize that you're not going to achieve consistent results over long periods of time simply by following a set of rules, nor is that going to happen for you following trade alerts. In order to get those consistent results that you desire over long periods of time, you need to learn and to adapt. And in order to adapt, you need to gain a deep understanding of your positions based on or how they relate in different types of market conditions. And this understanding is the key to achieving the consistent results you desire. And today we are going to show you how to gain that understanding. Realize that once 
a long time ago, okay, I was an aspiring trader too. And actually, it wasn't all that long ago. I started trading in, what, 2005, I think. But I was an aspiring trader, and I had the belief, like most of us do when we start trading, is that all I had to do was find the right indicator or the right trade or the right trading service. And I thought that that would solve all of my troubles. As a result of that thought pattern, you know, I tried many, many different types of trading. I tried following other people's trading rules. I tried creating rules that worked flawlessly in backtesting. And I even tried uh, alert services and trade-alongs. And yes, I, I, through that process, I did have periods of success. But every single time, the market eventually changed. And whatever trade or service I was uh, following, they had these periods of failure right? Uh, sometimes substantial inconsistency in what I was getting for results, which when I think about it now, now that I'm more experienced, that makes perfect sense because now I understand the extent of variables that the market can throw at you. But at the time when I was new, this insight was shocking. I mean, how could it, this strategy or alert service that did so well in the past or did so well backtesting or had a certain track record, how could it fail? But it did, right? One thing after another that I tried continued to fail repeatedly. And the reality is that you can't argue with the facts. Realize that for the most part, things that worked well in the past uh, on backtester these things are fitted for the past. And also realize that the future at some point will very likely be different than the past, which will inevitably lead you to different results. Therefore, you can't simply rely on a trade or an indicator if your objective is consistent profits. Because in order to get consistent profits, when things change, you need to be able to change and recognize uh, recognize those changes and uh, change as well, right? You need to be able to adapt to those changes. Otherwise, if you don't do that, you end up in this loop of trying the next trade or the next trading service again and again, where in the end, you know, you have a lot of new information, but you're really no further along than you were when you started. I know this because when I was new at trading, I was in the loop too. So the question becomes, why do we get stuck in this loop? Well, it has to do with something that we call in the coaching business, the motivational triad. So our natural tendencies as human beings, our unconscious brain, okay, it wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and conserve energy. Those are the three tips of our triad. We unconsciously want the pleasure of winning without the uncertainty of losing without having to expend the energy to monitor what's happening in the marketplace and make judgments and make decisions that could potentially result in pain or that are uncertain on whether they will or will not result in pain. This leads to a desire to follow rules, to have an indicator or follow alerts where we can create what I call an illusion of certainty, right? It's not really certainty because you're depending on somebody else's rules or maybe even your own rules or, or somebody else's indicator or maybe even your own indicator, but you try and back test it like forever so that you create this illusion of certainty, right? And you do that through winning back testing or following those indicators in a way where we don't need to go through the work of paying attention to the market situation and we don't need to make those uncertain decisions that could result in pain. Now, people say, well, what's the problem with that? Well, the problem is that the future, while it may have some similarities to the past, the future is different from the past. There's different types of market movements. Those movements are timed differently. The implied volatility situations are different. There's new news and different types of things that are going on in the marketplace. There's technology that drives changes in the marketplace. So we have all these things and the future is going to be different. Therefore, if we want to win most consistently, we must be able to adapt to whatever differences the market happens to throw at us. So here's the secret. This is what turned my trading around. 
the thing that did it is when I finally accepted that there was no set of trade rules or there was no alert, alert service that was going to allow me to sit back and rake in the money consistently forever into the future. It simply didn't exist. That holy grail didn't exist. And I had to really internalize it. And I realized that I was going to need to learn when certain things were the right thing to do and when certain things were the wrong thing to do. You see, I get a lot of questions when I'm teaching students about broken-winged butterflies and trading. Is it better to have more narrow wings or wider wings? Is it better to put a vertical here or a vertical there? Is it better to be closer to expiration or further expiration? There is no one right answer to that question. Everything depends on context. And finally realizing this is really, and starting to pay attention to the context is really where my trading turned around when I was willing to make those decisions. So today, if you're open to putting your judgments aside, Stephen and I are going to help you begin that process as well. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to bring in Stephen now and he has a little bit he'd like to talk to you about. And hello, Stephen. Hey, John. All right. Now, you have your own PowerPoint. I do. Thanks, John, for laying down the, the foundation and, and for, for this track and what we're going to talk to you about and, and let you know what you're going to get out of this. And some people are familiar with the broken wing butterfly and some are not. But what John was trying to point out is don't get overly caught up in structure. You know, he's speaking more to the higher level, sort of the performance, the, the mental part of the game. Because when you're always depending on somebody else, you'll have success early is usually the, the, the cycle, right, John? Then you increase your size, then you get whacked, and then you go find somebody else. So Absolutely. What, what this program really is to me is about taking ownership, ownership of your trading, cutting out the dependency. And the only way to get there is through knowledge, obviously, and really digging in and understanding how these trades work. And for those of you who aren't familiar with our memberships, we have a success blueprint or a roadmap, if you will, for how you go from, say, a total beginner to a master trader, and it's set up through five stages. And obviously, stage one talks about the, the basics about, about options, introduces uh, some very simple trades that we uh, introduce so people get familiar with things. But then once you get to about stage three, this is the kind of trade or excuse me, the kind of course that you really have to internalize. And I was talking to John earlier, I would say that, you know, if we had a prerequisite or a required course before we uh, promoted people to, to the pro level, this would be it. So I just want to preface with that. Yeah, absolutely. It really helps with the understanding of what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, the first question people have is uh, why this course, why this video series? Well, the BWB is really the best learning tool for this style of trading, this campaign style of trading, which you know, John is obviously really popularized and other education sites have as well. You know, just anything that's using some form of complex uh, spread configurations. This is the basis. You know, it's a butterfly, broken wing butterfly, 20 points approximately below the money. Boom, that's it. So. If you're able to grasp the, the concepts and even the detail of this, then your foundation is really set. And you know, to, just to further that thought, it really teaches you how to learn how to adapt your trading to what you're trying to achieve. You know, are you trying to go for broke? Are you trying to minimize risk? Are you trying to just create a very consistent equity curve? You know, whatever it is. This program is going to teach you how to achieve it, how to take ownership, how to customize the trade to achieve your objectives, as opposed to, well, I saw this guy do something on YouTube and, you know, I don't really know all the variables, but it seemed to, you know, win money the last six months. So that's what I'm going to do. We want to move away from that. And yeah, or, or I'm trading these trade rules and I don't know why it's not working in the marketplace right now. Exactly. Exactly. But I don't care because I'm putting money in my pocket. That is exactly how you do a face plant. Because as soon as the market changes, 
you're, like I said before, you're going to have increased size and the market's going to change and it's going to get, it's going to get really fast. So, you know, really this is a probability business, right? We're in the risk business as traders. And so understanding these tools, this foundational trade is going to increase that probability of success and learning the true mechanics of the butterfly structure, like John touched on, you know, where do I put my shorts? And, I, and I'll, there'll be, this will be a recurring themes throughout this presentation, but it's the mechanics of how do I, how do I adjust? Where do I adjust? When do I adjust? Under what circumstances? The mechanics. And so re really just to reiterate, it, this is foundational, you know, for, for John's legacy trades and some of the new trades that he's produced in the last year or so. If you but, understand this. But not only my trades, right? So this would apply yeah. to any broken wing butterfly style yeah. strategy or, you know, whether it's something you develop on your own or, yep. you know, you yeah. see for sale anywhere. Right. So this goes back to where I was saying this would be kind of like required course because once you get this, the X4, the V32, the M3, the M34U, the Rock, John's other trades becomes so much easier to learn and understand. And like John said, even other forms of BWBs and other people's trades, this is just that basic understanding. It's like when you're trying to learn a language, right? If you, if you learn the vocabulary and the tenses and the nuances, you can say in Spanish, it's not that hard to go learn French. Right. So this right. is pretty similar in that sense. So, yeah, yeah we're often ahead. asked the difference, right? What's the difference between, you know, an M3 and an M3.4U? What's the difference between that and a Rhino trade or something like that? And the reality is if you understand these concepts, you know intuitively what those differences are. And you can well, answer and, the question to yourself. Yeah. And quite frankly, all those answers are in this course that you, the, mm -hmm. to those questions that you just have. You could watch this course and understand what those differences are. So for, for those of you who aren't, who may be completely new and not sure, I just wanted to point out, you know, this, this top risk graph is your, your classic broken wing butterfly, right? So the, the upper wing is broken, as we say, it's not symmetrical with the lower wing. It produces a flat T plus zero line. And then this lower chart is some variations of that BWB. You know, you could have more longs or your, excuse me, your uh, upper longs split. You could have a condor type trade, which is this right here, where you have your short split, or you could have kind of a ratio form. But as you can see, they all produce a very similar T plus zero line. But when you come to the decision of which one do I go with, it all depends on context, like John says, and your objectives. What are you trying to achieve? These will all react a little bit different given the market environment and your goals. So what exactly are you going to learn from this, from this series? You know, again, you're going to develop a structural understanding of the BWB for any market situation, not just for what's working now, not for what's just winning today. You're going to, under, you're going to be able to adapt your trading to when this market normalizes, when and if that happens. And we go back into like a 2013 or 2017 kind of market, very low IV, very expensive butterflies. How are you going to adapt your trading? Well, once you understand the foundation, you'll be able to adapt to it. You'll learn the, the why behind the what. You know, I was always like that when I was first learning. I was like, well, why are we doing that? Why don't we just roll the shorts all the time? Or why don't, why are we rolling the tent? What does that achieve? And a lot of people don't get those answers or, some, or worse, they don't even ask those questions. You're going to get that through this course. You're going to be able to develop those if-then market scenarios, those if-then statements. You know, if X happens, then I can expect Y. Developing our probabilities. What's most likely to happen? What are my trade-offs? And you can be confident in how the position is going to react if what you expect happens. And if what you expect doesn't happen, you shouldn't be surprised either way, right? You've got both scenarios in your mind. And then lastly, you'll be able to internalize, like I said, all the relevant trade-offs of each, of each action you take. So for every action, there's a reaction. So for instance, if I'm constantly rolling down the upper longs to take out risk to the upside, for example, in a BWB, that's all great and dandy as long as the market continues up and I can't lose to the upside eventually. But I'm also, the trade-off is I'm exposing my downside risk. 
then you have to recognize that and say, what actions, you know, am I, am I okay with that? What actions can I take to inoculate that risk if I, if I see fit? If, if right, that's part of my objective. And, and whether, whether types, what other types of adjustments might be more beneficial for me in this situation right, too. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe you don't want to do what we call risk off only where you roll down the upper lungs. Maybe it's something else. So we'll touch on that some of that later, but the themes here is, you know, it's all about, it's a game of risk, probability, and trade-offs. Mm -hmm. So what exactly is the course? The course is four videos and over six hours of training and very detailed content. John goes into as much detail as you want. Um, I don't think he, he left any stone unturned as it relates to this. So every question you could possibly have or need to have is really addressed in this. And I'll mention this now, John, about the calendars. John is, I believe he's still planning on doing a video on how we can combine this trade with calendars. Do you want to talk to that a little bit, John? Yeah, yeah. So what we have in, in this particular program, okay, is we have this course that I put together a couple of years ago. And of course, we have a new implied volatility environment in 2020 or since 2020. And we have also, I also wanted to discuss more on, we start talking about adjustment strategies and broken wing butterflies. I wanted just to discuss more about combining calendars with broken wing butterflies. And on top of that, I know people who take the course probably may end up with a question. I mean, we do the best we can to cover every possible topic and question you might be able to have, but there's always more, right? Some people always have, sometimes there's always more questions. And what we're going to do with this particular course is, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, but give you a little bit of time to watch what's here. And then I am scheduled for April to come out with basically what I'm going to call a 2021 update that's going to include all of the, that material. Yeah, that's great. So just really updating the original to match the current environment, which is quite unusual, right? We haven't really seen this, this kind of these skew structures and elevated volatility for so long. Well, and you can't course, back test it, right? Because can't back, it's, never, it's never happened. Tell me a year when this happened, right? Right. It's never happened before. And, and part of the thing about understanding is when something that never happened before happens, if you truly understand what's going on and the dynamics of what allows your trade structure to make money, Mm -hmm. or what its um, problems are when, when things go bad. If you truly understand that, you can take something completely new happening in the marketplace, realize that something different is happening, and then adapt what you're doing so that you can continue to be profitable in the marketplace. And that's what it's all about. Right. That really is. I mean, being, the ability to identify when there's been a change and exactly. one that's, that's going to be consistent. So the other thing that's the huge piece of this course are all the different adjustment strategies and tactics. I mean, it is the full-blown laundry list of things you could possibly do. And John discusses in there, like we said before, the trade-offs, what might be your, um, your objectives for each tactic. What, what do you gain? What do you give up? The benefits and drawbacks. And then, of course, the deep dive into how time, IV, trade configuration, wing widths, and the adjustment strategy, all how they impact the position and react in any given market condition, which is, that's the, that is the meat and potatoes of the course. Mm -hmm. And once you understand that, you're, you're really often running in terms of this style of trading, like we said before. And then ultimately, this, this is going to provide an easy methodology for you to construct your own trades, meeting your own risk objectives, your own return objectives. And Go back to that idea of taking ownership of your trades. You want to be able to develop your own trade, ultimately, which once you go through this course, should be that hard to do. Exactly. So specifics. What's exactly in the program specifically? So it's it's broken up. I said it's four videos, and the the four videos are broken up into entry, which you know that's I think that's over an hour and a half of material just on entry. Right and all the different variables and machinations that go with that. Upside adjustments, downside adjustments, and exits. Well, that all sounds like pretty simple pillars to discuss. Like I said, John goes into great detail into everything that you ever wanna know on each one of those areas. So here's an example of some of the stuff, the detail we drilled down into 
as it relates to in entry considerations. You know, the configuration of the BWB, or maybe it's a broken wing condor, whatever it is, that risk profile that I showed earlier. How or do you butterfly want, call. Or a butterfly call like the M3, right? Yeah, yeah. How do you want to construct that? And how do, you know, what are the, what's the decision tree you go through to arrive at that? You know, what are the objectives? What is your risk? Maybe you're applying some subjectivity, some TA, maybe you're not. Talk about wing width, wing size, so on and so forth there. And then time, uh, you know, are we doing it far from DTE, close to DTE? What does that mean? What does that give me? What is, and I'll have a matrix that I'll show earlier. But I just wanted to kind of lay out how John starts, you know, with a broad topic, uh, the four track sections, and then just really drills down. You know, the trade parameters of the plant capital, profit target, expected loss. <laughs> I mean, there's just, well, and he really... You know, yeah. over the years, I've been asked questions. You, you constantly yeah. ask these questions. Right. You know, am I better off to be close to expiration or further from expiration? Should I buy with my long strike at the money or my short strike yeah. at the money? Or which, you know, what, what sizes should I use? All this other stuff always comes into play. And, and the and reality that, is there's pluses and minuses to all of them, right? Right. I was going to say one one thing that really pops out is he'll he'll also tell you what's the most relevant thing like i'll answer your question and you know here's the answer but you know trading is are is confusing enough or can be you're just bombarded with information and so it becomes a game of being able to determine what's relevant and what's less relevant and john does a good job of that saying you know that's not your biggest concern or this is not going to have the biggest impact on the outcome of this trade we didn't need to know which one of those variables are yeah, I think that's a good point too, Stephen, because so many people get caught up in certain details that really don't make a difference, mm -hmm. <laughs> they, ignoring the stuff that, that makes a big difference. Uh, oh, and I was there for a long time. You know, some uh, uh, I'm a detailed-oriented person and maybe even subject to that perfectionist thing, which uh, is kind of a misnomer anyway, right? But um, engineers and exacting type minds will can easily get caught up in that and not being able to discern what's the most important variable what's the variable i need to optimize in a sp specific situation so here's kind of a sneak peek into some more detail of what's in this program the topic of entry duration right so should i enter with a lot of time in the trade or very little time in the trade and just from a general standpoint you can see how I've outlined, you know, the conservative to the more aggressive. Some people that may be intuitive. Some people it's not so intuitive, right? Like what's sort of in the middle? You know, right. we say it's somewhere between 20 and 50 DTE. But even those timeframes that I'm posting here really are subject to the context of the market. Like 70 DTE in this market would be like. That'd be crazy almost. Uh, triple, triple concern. Like, what are you even doing? <laughs> because you're getting the same risk profile, for instance, at 70 days that you could get at, I don't know, 50 now, maybe it's less. Probably so, even closer than that. Yeah, some of our yeah, seven, seven days. Especially after yesterday. What, yeah. what did we say? Butterflies were, I don't know what. $4, 20 days to expiration. Yeah. Yeah. Which normal, normally they're yeah. $10, 56 days to expiration. Right. Right. So, <laughs> So even this, you know, even when you post up like this, it's 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 about context, and at the time when the program was developed, that's what um, that's what, what we was. had, right? Yeah. And so that's kind of what the update's going to be about too, is talking right, about that, right? And you'll be able to you'll be able to identify, okay, how has that changed? You know, one one easy way is price. What am I paying for this this butterfly or broken wing butterfly? at this at you know 56 days or 50 days whatever it is and now all of a sudden you notice that it they're on sale so to speak that's a change mm -hmm. that's market generated information so the, another topic entry configuration do we enter as a bwb a butterfly with a call a broken wing condor is it best to enter in high or low iv better enter on a pullback or whether market's running away from us well there's trade-offs with all those things and again john will point out to you what's more beneficial or what increases the odds of success of the trade what's the optimal wing width do we lean it bullish neutral or bearish again that all comes back to what's your objective what are you trying to achieve and then if you know if your answer is always i just i, I want to make money that's not what we consider an acceptable descriptor of an objective right 
you're in the risk game, you're in the probability game, you're in a game of trade-offs. Those are your objectives should be based around that and not simply just the outcome. Yeah, well, that's that's true with any type of goal setting, right? If you look at any advanced goal goal setting course, I mean, you can't, your objective isn't, I just want to make money. You have to break it down to specifics. What's your specific objective? Right. What are you willing to, what are you willing to um, give up for that? Right. Right. That type of stuff. Yeah. And that, and that's hard being in this business because it's so, the results are so in your face. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's just so, um, well, it's just, it, it is what it is, right? That's what we all focus on. It's so tangible and visible. It's, it's difficult some, sometimes to focus more on the process and the details and the underlying objectives of the actual trade and not focus on those, those outcomes. So the, another section, upside adjustments, the strategies and ultimate time and the optimal time to eat, to use each tactic. Now, John goes into great detail on, uses some acronyms to try to label some of the tactics. So for instance, RO is a risk off only upside adjustment strategy. And if you're in a BWB, that would simply mean you're, you're rolling down the upper longs if the market is moving up and you're wanting to take off risk to the upside. So you would just, that would be a, a vertical spread to do. You could do, but of course you could do the verticals anyway, right? You could do them at the shorts, you could do them at the lower longs, you could do it in the middle, but I think what's critical here is how John has outlined in an acronym manner, which I think was kind of cool of all the different things you can do. And of course the trade-offs with each, right? So gradual rock transition, that may not mean anything to anybody else, but you know, that could be something where you're trying to add tent out in front of the position and not roll the existing position per se, but these are all the different things you could do. And this is not the most exhaustive list. I mean, it is a very exhaustive list, excuse me, but I mean, there are other things you could do. And of course the calendars, look, we talked about John well, is going to go later. back, right? Stephen, one of the things I do a lot of times, <coughs> especially in our live seminars is I'll come in and I'll take a look at a trading strategy and I'll tell them when it's going to win, when it's going to lose, how it's going to react yeah. to the marketplace. And it's because I've categorized the different types of entries and the different types of adjustments. And I put them together and I know, you know, so when someone comes out with a new strategy, I can compartmentalize that strategy and know exactly pretty right. much what's in the marketplace without having right. to go back and test it and all this other stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it gets to the point where you can just, you just read it. You can look at the trade and read it and you don't have to like play it out and back trade it to know if it, if it wins or not. Or when just it's going to lose, right? Or when it's going to lose, yeah. You just yeah. it's intuitive. So this touches on again. You know, John talked about earlier with the common questions that you always get, which are all good questions. Does it matter where I place my shorts? Does it matter where I do the vertical adjustment? What if the market crashes tomorrow? How long until the trade hits profit target? Should I roll up the tent or keep it in place? What if the market runs away from me? I mean, these are all quality questions, and this the program addresses them very directly, you know, and again, the theme with these tactics matching up with whatever you're trying to achieve, your objective, there are going to be trade-offs. And John speaks to all those. There are some things are more general. They're going to be more beneficial in most markets. But then when you get in specific situations, you're going to be armed with the ability to make a better decision because you understand Mm -hmm. how each tactic reacts in a given market. So what I did is I made an, a, a couple of uh, matrices as an example of what you could do once you go through this program and build your own matrix to kind of map it out in your mind what, say, each tactic or each context that John's talking about and how a position may or may not react. And this kind of helps sort of build a, a map in your mind. So. This would be an objective and action impact matrix, right? So depending on your objective, what are some things I can do to the position in order to achieve the objective? And then, but then what's the trade-off? What's the other side of the coin? So for instance, mm-hmm. if I'm in a trade and I, I want to minimize losses, be conservative, right? Well, you can enter the, enter the position with a short strikes further back at entry. It's further away from the market. So it's going to have a lot of downside protection. Another thing you can do is roll in the upper longs and the lower longs. And for those who don't know what UL and LL is, I got a little key down in the lower right. Just take advantage of the acronyms. 
squeeze the position from the, the upside and the downside, just making the tent smaller. Now, what are the trade-offs to do that? Well, you're not going to make as much money. You know, you're going you're gonna to need a lower profit target. You're going to have a higher win rate, but your average winners are going to be less. So if that's your objective and you're okay with that, then these are some things you can do. And it's, certainly this is, this is an example. It's not exhaustive. There's all sorts of other things you could do. Let's pick another one, John. So let's say you, you want a position to be less sensitive to volatility. Well, you could do a butterfly with a call configuration. Maybe you don't want to be in, say, a condor position where the shorts are split because that's right. going to be more sensitive, which keep the short strikes the same strike. Now, what's the trade-off to that? Well, it's that kind of a position, while it's less sensitive, maybe it's going to gain less than a broken wing condor because give you a quick example. If you're generally speaking, if you're in a broken wing condor versus a BWB and the market stalls, that condor is probably going to pop in value a little bit faster. So those are just, that's just an example of that trade-off. Now, sometimes you'll be right. Sometimes you'll be wrong, but what you want to do is be able to recognize and identify what, what am I trying to achieve at this point in the trade and what can I do, but then to achieve that objective. And then what, what are the trade-offs to that? Did you have a comment on that, John? Yeah, no, I, I, I was just saying absolutely, because everything, anything you do in trading, you know, any choice you make is going to have a trade-off. It's going to have a benefit for drawback. And you want to know what those benefits and drawbacks are. Right. right. So here's, um, I'll just move to the next slide. Yep. Here's another way to put together a matrix in a different way. S similar information, but now you're looking at it instead of an, from the objectives, look at it from the different variables or tactics, right? So if I want the short strikes closer to the money, what does that mean for the trade? Well, it could mean that you're more likely to draw down if you have a fast move down in the market, especially right after entry. However, you're more likely to make bigger gains if you're more on top of the market. And it, generally speaking, it is a more aggressive posture. Mm -hmm. Let's say if we want to be far from expiration, what does that variable mean? What's most likely to happen in the position? Well, it's going to be easier to manage because, you know, when you start a trade at 70 days versus, say, 20 days, there's not going to be much to do. The Greeks aren't going to change much. The T plus zero line is not going to start popping and the gamma is not going to change. So you might just, it's easier to manage for some people who are attracted to that because you just don't do anything for the first 15, 30 days of the trade, depending on what it is. Right. It does you can give see that dynamic play out in our yeah. X4 trades versus our rock trade, for example. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Now in the beginning, that's going to give you being for setting up the position farther from expiration, a higher DT is going to give that position a larger range for the market to move around. You don't have to be as on top of things. Um, and it also provides you the ability to make profits above the tent. Now it's going to take some time for that to happen, but you don't have to just aggressively stay up with the market if it starts running away from you, if you've got time. In right. The it can go way outside your tent, particularly the outside upside. And it's not really that right. an issue right. a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. So th those are just some examples of something you could do as you go through the program is get out a spreadsheet and kind of build something similar to this. So you have kind of a, a menu, if you will, of objectives and variables, and you can just refer to it as you're building your trade or trading your trade or creating your trade plan. And so this, this is uh, my best effort at sort of a dashboard or a cockpit, right? You've got all these sort of confusing looking instruments and you don't really know what they're trying to tell you. They're feeding you information. But once you really understand the foundations of the broken wing butterfly and all the variables and the trade-offs, these kinds of dials, these kinds of um, um, sets of information will all make sense to you. And it's just a matter of you're tweaking the dials on the trade, so to speak. You're tweaking the, um, the information in such a way that it achieves the goals and, and the objectives that you're trying to trying to get to. So that. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Just something just came to mind, right? You're yeah. going to want a different set of readings on the gauge if you're trying to take off than you are if you're trying to land. Right? Yeah, so. yeah, exactly, exactly. And, 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 you know, like I said, when you first look at this, it's like, I don't know what any of these gauges mean. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do. When is it red line? When is it not? 
But once you go through this course, you'll be able to read what's happening in the marketplace and adapt to it in the appropriate manner. Next, I thought we could do, John, if, if you'd like, if we have time, is I've got a trade, a couple of trades loaded up in the analytical software. And oh. we can just look at some different considerations. And then if... Yeah, let's uh, give what, an example of different yeah. considerations. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah that's a good and idea. then um, I've, I've started the trades and I'll walk people through it. And then in the middle of the campaign, if people... Any of the participants want to say, hey, you know, what is it that you're trying to achieve at this point in time? Then John and I will just kind of off the cuff talk about what we want to, we could do to the trade to achieve that objective. Sure. So yeah, that sounds great. who we are in the middle of last summer in the Russell is just some random date I picked. Uh, it's 36 DTE, again, somewhat random, but kind of in the middle of the road, not not too high, not too low DTE. Here's a look at the price chart. We had that big move up. We're kind of consolidating here. Not really taking a huge opinion, but you know we're making, we're, we're we are making uh, higher highs and lower lows. We could take off, but so we'll set up a BWB, right? Mm -hmm. So here's our upper wing. Here's our lower wing. We've split the upper shorts to get us a delta. That's a little bit positive because that's. We've got a, buy, a market bias that the market's going to go up, but not just scream away. So you, as you can see, we do have a little bit of risk to the upside. Obviously, you, this is where we're willing to lose is down here. But we could take this risk out a number of ways pretty easily. So let's just see how this trade goes. For, uh, let me see how when I quit on the 27th. So... Right. I'm so some, gonna, some questions yeah. people might have, right, is, you know, why yeah. don't you put it, why didn't you start it with a long strike further behind the money? Uh, right. Or behind the money. Why? Yeah. Why, why did you go with 60 point wings? And I don't know how, I don't know how wide you are. Yeah, it's, it's, it is right. So it's a 40, a 40 point, or excuse me, a 60 point lower wing and starts out at a 40 point upper wing. And then I adjusted these. Right, you see. to dial in the delta that I wanted. So if I put them all up here at the highest strike of 1490, it only gave me a, a delta of positive three. I'm a little bit more bullish. And you could have adjusted that delta in multiple ways. You didn't have to do it that way, right? You could have done that. Yeah, you maybe could have done that. You could have done, yeah, yeah, the other way though, the other direction. Um, yeah. You could have moved some of, your, some of your shorts back. You could have bought a put. Mm -hmm. You could mm -hmm. have done a lot of different things. What are the consequences yep. and benefits to doing each one of those? Right, right. So let's just go, I'll pop to the next adjustment. Um, the market really didn't go anywhere. So here we are, 11 days in the trade. Got a nice little profit in here. It's just, we don't really have a, a profit target, but we're just trading it. So at this point, John, if anybody wants to, step forward say if you were in this trade and you were going to continue to trade it you got 25 days left what what would be the objective at this point so for example do you want to make a maneuver that protects this profit do you want to make a maneuver that takes advantage of the mar of the trade if the market shoots higher and comes out here well let's see um, we're we're up we're up what we're up um how many percent here? More than 10%, right? We're, we're, we're yeah, on actual risk, we're right, up so, 15%. So maybe um, maybe that's a good profit target number, right? Could, you could we, just take, which we take talk it about off. The program. You could take yeah. it off. Or yeah. if you want it to be a little more conservative, what would I do? What would I do if I wanted to be more protective of my profits at this point? Yeah. I mean, you could any number of things, right? So we talked about this before. Take out risk could be even more aggressive than that, right? You just squeeze this together. See how see how this line is rising and the green would be after the adjustment and this line is rising. So we're taking risk out of the trade. Now, we're not going to gamma reducing right? gamma yep. taking risk out. Um, now your delta is a little you've had a bit of a delta shift, but you could fix that by bringing yep. more of your 1380s up, right? Yeah, right. You could do uh, 
something like this. You might want to stay more positive delta. If you wanted to get neutral, you could do that. Um, right. you but could you could play something. with those sides. But you can yeah. see the risk out of the position. The gamma is flattening out. You're going to hold more, much more likely to hold your profits, and you still have potential to make a little bit more. Right. You could this scale That's your out. objective. Yeah, you could take part of the half the position off. Right. Right. But recognize but, what what the trade offs are. Right. You're not going to gain a whole lot more. More. I mean, right. you, you could get some, it could come down to, you know, I've in 11 days in the trade, I've made good money. Maybe I take the money and run and go put on a new trade with a little more time in it. Right. And that may or may not be your objective, depending on where the markets bring in the money in, in recent mm -hmm. market conditions. Mm -hmm. Right. And the other thing too, is if you want to make more money, you wouldn't want to do that. Like if your objective was to right. like maximize your gains. Right. So we need to be interested in that. Let's just say that that's what you wanted to do. Throw out an idea of how to take advantage of that. Right. Especially if you're considering a market still, you might want to actually um, get more on top of the market. Well, you could add some structure. You could roll it up. You know, you could do something like this, right? You put calendars under it. <laughs> put calendars under it. I mean, it just all depends. And this is, this is what you do, by the way, in live trading. That's probably not as high as you want to go like if i was literally in this trade you know an hour before i know i'm going to adjust this is what i'm doing i'm getting in the analytical software and i'm playing around with some ideas mm -hmm. you know maybe i want to add 10 out here and then i'll come over here and see what the the t plus zero on projections are that's pretty nice right if i don't think the market's going to run away from me it looks like that t plus zero line is going to pop up pretty nicely this direction um Absolutely. now what are the trade-offs to that right that's what we talk about well i got i got a little more capital in the trade right here right yep um which you can fix that, by the way which has fix. a trade-off <laughs> right right i mean that's that's just it goes on and on in that way right so right um how would we fix that, right? If you want to take risk out of the trade, roll up the lower longs. Now, see, there's not much of a difference there. Actually, there is no difference. You just you reposition some of the risk to the up. Yeah. So I took this capital and effectively put it over here, which is that's a pretty smart move if you're trying to, if your objective is to get more out of this trade. Mm -hmm. So that I think that's a pretty good example of what you could do with a trade um, like this at this point in time, there's all sorts of uh, options. Now, let me be clear on this point. This should be all determined in your trading plan before entry. It's not, I stick this on, I'm kind of bullish and oh, wow, I've got a nice profit. What, what do I do now? That's not how we want to trade. You want to have it in the trading plan and already defined and with all your if then statements. Now, in the beginning, you're not going to cover all the bases and you will be faced with a situation you didn't consider, that's fine. But what we don't want to do is get into a trade and not have a plan for the scenarios that we, the most of the scenarios that, that are going to play out in front of us. So if you want to move away from this, John, we got a little time left. I can show an SPX condor with starting at 18 days to expiration. Sure. To contrast with this. Yeah. So that's very different, right? In the sense, it's a different asset. It's half the time. This was a 36-day trade. This one is an 18-day trade. And it's a condor. Let's see, is that going to take me to it? That's the BWB. I want to go to the condor. So see how this trade, you know, First thing my eye always goes to is the risk reward. Mm -hmm. You know, what does that kind of look like? And you already see how this T plus zero line is pretty different as it related to the Russell, but probably most of that change is coming from the fact that this is just an 18 day trade. It's not much, the gamma is higher. It's not as much time in it. So your objective in this might be, Let's look at the chart. Hey, we're kind of consolidating. Looks like we might break out, but I think we're going to consolidate longer. So 
I'm going to set this up with a little bit of positive delta in case we break out. I'm on top of it to take advantage of a stall. And right. you're going to gain money much more quickly, but you also have that price movement risk. Right. I mean, you, you get a quick move down. Let's see what's 100 points, 31, 15. You know, you're not in this kind of a trade that wouldn't that'd be close to max loss, but you wouldn't be. It's certainly not devastating. Let's just walk through this trade day by day. I want to I want to have people focus on how this trade changes, this T plus zero line changes. See how it popped right there, day one? Market didn't move a whole lot. That means we got good pricing. It was a good entry day. Now, this was just random. It wasn't like I was going back and watching pricing. But you can see how if you focus on your pricing and you know your pricing, you can get a value pop in the first day. Of course, this being lower DTE, that also comes into play. Like John said, you're going to gain money pretty quick. So let's go to the next day. Right. And that depends on your locality to the tent, too, but that's for sure. Right. Now we're moving up a little bit. You know, maybe we're breaking out. Maybe we're not. We're still holding some positive delta. Trade's kind of hanging out. It's gaining some value. I just want to see when I adjusted this or how far did we went. The 27th, so not much more. I just like this going day by day, John, because when I'm back testing, this is where you learn the most, right? How is that T plus zero line changing from day to day? And that's the power of the software. Yeah, and then noticing it changed, then figuring out what happened after it changed. Right. So really here's an interesting, yeah. yeah, exactly. So here's an interesting move. We were out in front of the tent. Now we moved inside the tent. You're like, oh, wow, I don't like that big ledge over there. Well, let's look at our charts. You know, if you're if you're using charting, is it time to panic? Do you have support? You know, in this particular instance, we said we felt like it was the market was going to stay in this range. So you may or may not like this delta. In this particular case, we're going to go with it. Now notice that the other trade was up just as much or more. Mm -hmm. And I know with the other trade, we were 11 days in, um, but it had more time. Mm -hmm. So that, that's something you have to recognize and understand. You know, it could be that that was positioned uh, better for that particular market, the Russell. It could be that the skew structures in the market in the Russell were more favorable and the value came in because there are some differences in the two assets, right, John, and the way Absolutely. the value comes in. Um, so here we are in the middle of the position. We're going to, we're going to roll with it. We don't feel like the market's going to go down. So here it is 11 DTE or excuse me, days in the trade DIT, same as in the Russell is up a little bit more money, which would we, we would expect starting out with half the, time in the trade there's just seven days in the trade so again in your trade plan you want to have in there if i get in this situation is this profit target i've made 15 percent on actual risk maybe a little bit less on uh if i had a plan capital of twenty-five thousand. but you might want to continue to play this out you know, the right, market's still right. consolidating i might want to protect pop profits again i might want to take this into expiration it all depends on your objectives mm-hmm Right, and you would you would adjust according to whatever those objectives are. Right. So you know, if if you think the market's going to take off, for instance, we'll do a risk off adjust, uh, strategy, which you know this would be an extreme example. Notice how it takes. If it you want to cover some of your downside risk, you, you yeah. do that on the way, right? And right. That, that lifts this up. You might buy a put down here to protect downside. You might roll the lower longs up to take the risk back out um, to the downside. It's just any number of things you might, I don't know, you could roll these shorts up. I mean, it's just endless, the things you can do, but understanding what the trade-offs for each is what's critical. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to hand it back to me now. So I'll quickly talk to you about how you two can gain these insights. So with our Broken Wing Butterfly Master Course, uh, we're, we're going to be covering in detail trade entries.
we're going to answer the questions I'm commonly asked over and over again when it comes to uh, broken wing butterfly trade uh, styles, such as what's the difference between entering closer to expiration versus further expiration? What factors should I consider when in, when choosing wing widths? What are the benefits and drawbacks of broken wing, a broken wing butterfly versus a say a butterfly call structure? Uh, where should I enter my broken wing butterfly position relative to at the money? When should I scale into my trades or when should I enter them all at once, right? Because we also have different types of entries. We have scaling entries and we have entries that scale in through time and through price movement and into different expiration cycles. What are the drawbacks and advantages of doing all those? We teach you about upside adjustment strategies. We talk about multiple upside adjustment strategies, how they react, and what types of markets they're best suited for. We go into detail about multiple downside adjustment strategies, how and when to adjust to the downside for maximum protection with the least amount of whipsaw risk. We can see this a lot in the marketplace. We get these really big down moves. We make our adjustment and then we get whipsawed and we lose to the upside, right? So how do we uh, avoid that? How do we become more uh, dynamic in that manner? Uh, we talk about how to set risk parameters such as profit targets, max losses for different types of objectives and different types of planned capital, depending on your entry and adjustment strategies. And then there's perhaps the most important aspect of all, and that's exits. So many traders ignore exits. They, they, they work with a profit target or a maximum loss and that's it or maybe a date, that's their only exploration strategy. And even in a lot of our strategies, according to the official guidelines, that's what we have. But the reality is your trade exits are usually where you make your money. I mean, most of the time we enter into the market and, mo and the vast majority of the time, uh, our trades are up money at some point during the trade. There are optimal times to exit. There are warning signs. You want to make sure you know when and how to exit most effectively. That's going to improve your trading drastically. And uh, then finally, we have this special bonus video, which is to be released in April. It's going to be our 2021 update. It's going to answer questions from students in the course, and uh, as well as general questions that I've gotten since the course has been produced uh, about broken wing butterflies. So if you go through the program, you have any questions at all, you can send them in. And we can answer that in the update. Also, I'm going to provide new delta limit guidance for the new implied volatility environment since Corona. And then uh, also we're going to talk about calendar adjustment strategies for broken wing butterflies, which have been extremely effective lately. And um, I mean, we had just some killer uh, <laughs> good trades in the pro membership playing with these calendars on broken wing butterflies. So I want to share that experience with you and how to do that most effectively. So the current retail price on our broken wing butterfly course is $1,195. We're going to be increasing the price. It's going to be $1,295. Now we're having a special sale on it right now for anybody who would like to improve their trading. And that is going to be for basic non-members or non-members, it's gonna be 1095. For Go trading performance and market outlook members, we're gonna give you a $300 discount to 995. And for, for pro members, only $895. So a fantastic opportunity to get this uh, course. Now, in order to get started for our known members, you just go to lockinyoursuccess.com, look at trading courses. This is a trading performance course. It's not a trading strategy course, right? We talk about broken wing butterflies and how to improve your performance with broken wing butterflies. We're not talking about a specific broken wing butterfly strategy. For our members, you just go to uh, your GoPro market outlook or, or trading performance dashboard within the community and you click on discounts. So I'll just quickly show you where that is. So if you're a non-member, you come into trading courses, it's a trading performance course, it's a broken butterfly master course, and you come up into here and you can, you can do here, you can do this if you're a Go or Pro member also, but this year will get you to where you wanna go. You click your, your membership level to buy and we'll go there. And then if you're a member, you can come in to the community. You can go 
say you're a pro member, you go to your dashboard and you look for discounts and we click in on a discount and that will bring you to your special deal right here. All right, so that's what we have for you. I'd like to thank Stephen for great presentation you did and, and helping explain the program. And I'd also like to thank everybody else for being on the webinar with us. I hope you take advantage of the special offer and you drastically improve your trading. Any comments, Stephen? Or? No, I just uh, I appreciate the opportunity to, to share this with people. Again, I, I think it's so foundational. Everything stems from this and no matter what you do, trade well. Excellent. So we have a comment. Let me just see what we have for comments. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. So just thank yous and great presentation. I thank everybody for joining us and we look forward to seeing you uh, in the future. Thanks everyone.